Greetings, people of Yahweh. This is Ravin with Light Or, bringing you another podcast entitled The Sweetness of Yahweh's Torah. The Torah is comprised of the five books of Moshe, Moses, which is a compilation of instructions for daily living. These instructions were com- were communicated to Moses by our Creator, Yahweh, under the Old Covenant, which was renewed with better promises and our Messiah, Yeshua, a.k.a. Jesus. Now it's very important to realize that the moral code of Yahweh, known as the Ten Commandments, this code is eternal. It is Yahweh's standard of living for His people. The Apostle Kepha, Peter, stated in 1 Peter chapter 1, quoting an Old Testament scripture, saying, But as he, he being Yahweh, who is Yeshua in spirit, manifested in the flesh, which have called you is holy, referring to being blameless morally, so be ye holy in all manner of behavior. Also the Apostle Shaul, Paul made it clear in Romans 15 when writing to believers at Rome. He said, For whatsoever things were written previously, referring to the Old Testament scriptures in Torah, these things were written for our learning, that we through patience and comfort of the scriptures might have hope. So again, the moral code of Yahweh under the new covenant in Yeshua has not become antiquated. With that being said, let us get into our reading for today. Taken from Tehillim, Psalm 19, beginning with verse 7, where King David, David, is describing in song the benefits of Torah. He says, the Torah of Yahweh is perfect or completely undefiled, converting the soul or causing the inner man to turn away from evil. The testimony of Yahweh is sure or certain to build up, nurture, and foster as a parent, pointing one in the right direction, making wise the simple, or one who is easily deceived or enticed. Verse 8. The statutes or mandates of Yahweh are upright, rejoicing the heart. The commandment of Yahweh is pure, meaning bright and unadulterated, illuminating the eyes. Verse 9. The respect of Yahweh is morally clean, enduring forever. The judgments of Yahweh are true and righteous altogether. More to be desired are they than gold. Yes, more than much fine gold, sweeter than honey and the honeycomb. Moreover, by them is thy servant warned, and in keeping of them there is great reward. O people of Yahweh, how beautiful and how sweet are the moral instructions of our Elohim, who has all wisdom, and as a loving Father, guides us onto the pathway of righteousness. For the scripture teaches in Romans 8 verse 7, that the carnal man, carnal denoting the sinful and rebellious dictates of the flesh is the enemy of and hostile against Yahweh and his Torah. Verse 8. So then, they that are led by the flesh, carnally minded, cannot please Yahweh. Let us pray.
Father Yahweh, it is your will that we continue to study the scriptures and learn of you, that we might be renewed in the spirit of our minds. And Father, help us to be sensitive to the leading of the Ruach HaKodesh, the Holy Spirit, that we might walk in your ways and be pleasing in your sight. In Yeshua's name I pray, so be it. Well, people of Yahweh, until next time, Shalom. Greetings, people of Yahweh. This is Rob Venn, bringing you part two of Who Are You Serving? If you haven't listened to part one yet, please go back and do so before listening to part two to get a fuller picture of what biblical idolatry is. Part one covers the definition of biblical idolatry. The definition alone will encourage you to honor our creator Yahweh with your whole heart. Let's begin with our opening scripture from Devarim, Deuteronomy, chapter 6, verse, verses 4 to 7a. It says, Hear or listen attentively, O Israel. Yahweh your Elohim is one Yahweh, and you shall love Yahweh your Elohim with all your heart and with all your soul and with all your might. Verse 6. And these words which I command you this day shall be in your heart, and you shall teach them diligently to your children. Praise Yahweh forever. Okay, just a quick recap from the base text from Who Are You Serving? Part 1. When Yahweh commanded in Exodus chapter 20 saying, You shall have no other gods before me. The Hebrew number and definition in the text for gods is referring to fallen angels and demons. Let's take a look at just a few scriptures that give attention to this. 1 Corinthians 10 verses 19 and 20. This is the Apostle Shaul, Paul, in his letter to the Corinthians saying, What am I saying then? That an idol is anything? Or what is offered to idols is anything, rather that which that which the Gentiles sacrifice, they sacrifice to demons and not to Yahweh, our Elohim. Also in Deuteronomy chapter 32, uh, verses 16 and 17, where Moses is conversing with Yahashua, Joshua, regarding a people, Israel of whom Yahweh loves and how he showered every imaginable blessing upon them and how they betrayed Yahweh and provoked him to anger. Verse 16a, it says, They provoked him to jealousy with strange gods, referring to fallen angels and demons, with abominations or things disgustingly immoral, provoked they him to anger. Verse 17, they sacrificed to devils, not to Elohim. Now, before moving on, let's look briefly at several Hebrew definitions describing the characteristics and nature of these gods. Number one, they are intrinsically evil, disrespectful, corrupt, destructive, blazingly ruinous, 
grossly immoral, enticers of every filthy and unclean thing that Yahweh hates, and they are sexually perverted, to say the least. Now remember from part one that idolatry is the turning of the mind against Yahweh and his instructions to honor and obey another deity. And this is not just an issue that was prevalent in the days of Moses. Idolatry actually began with Adam and Eve in the Garden of Eden when they chose to follow the advice of Satan rather than follow the instructions of Yahweh. And from that point, it progressed until Yahweh sent, sent the flood to wipe out um, corrupt men, the fallen angels, and their offspring, who were the giants. It was also very prevalent in the days of Yeshua and the apostles. The entire New Testament world was engulfed in idolatry and its accompanying sexual immorality up until this day. The days that we're living in presently. Oh, people of Yahweh, pay close attention to the times that we're living in. In closing, let's consider Satan worship and the dark arts. The scriptures, or the scripture says in 2 Corinthians 4, that Satan is the God or deity of this world who has blinded the minds of those who don't believe in Yeshua. Satan worship is very popular and widespread in our society today. Is Satan a deity or a God? Yes, absolutely. Satan is also the father of all biblical idolatry, which began in heaven when one-third of the angels rebelled against Yahweh to follow and obey Satan, who was the first in Yahweh's uh, creation to rebel against him. He is the personification of all evil. He is the prince of darkness and the father of lies. Yeshua stated in the book of John chapter 12, he is the prince, prince meaning chief ruler in rank and in power. It goes on to say, he is the prince of this world. He is the ruler over all who choose to serve him. The scripture also says, he is the prince or ruler of the power of the air. Meaning, he is chief ruler over his kingdom of fallen angels, demons, gods, and goddesses. Remember, people of Yahweh, we are the servants of whom we choose to obey according to the scriptures. The works of the flesh and the lust of the flesh are desires and expressions of the mind that is in opposition to Yahweh and his instructions. Also, the works of the flesh mimics the characteristics and ideas of the depraved nature of fallen angels and demons. Finally, remember the words of our merciful Father Yahweh and the warning of Yeshua and our beloved brother Paul. Yahweh declared that he shows mercy to thousands of them that love him and keep his commandments. Yeshua and Paul warned that all idolaters will have their place 
in the lake of fire and will not inherit the kingdom of Yahweh. Let us pray. Father Yahweh, we honor you and we honor your name. We love you, Lord. Father, we declare that there is none like you. I ask that you would strengthen our walk with you, Lord, and give us a desire to remain faithful until the end, that we might dwell in your house forever. In Yeshua's name I pray, so be it. Thank you all for listening. And just a heads up, my next podcast will be entitled, Who is the Israel of Yahweh? It will cover how Yahweh's people operate in his kingdom. To prepare for the next teaching, please read and study Galatians chapter 5 verses 19 to 26 and 2 Peter chapter 1 verses 5 to 10. Well, people of Yahweh, until next time, Shalom.